0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 506 for the week of July 13, 2019. I'm your host, Chris Privateer, here with Anna Marie Privateer. Oh, hi. Uh, Kelly Ryan. Hello. Nathan, last name I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Okay. I'm here. And Josh Carpenter. Heidi Ho. Heidi Ho! Heidi Ho! Speaking of hoes, what have you been playing, Anna? Oh, wait, never mind. Sorry.
1: <laughs> wow, that's a one-way ticket to the doghouse.
2: I've been playing a few things. <laughs> she didn't
0: even acknowledge me. That's probably the right response.
2: Alright. Um. So I, so it was JRPG July, right? And I had like this list of all these Switch games that I was going to play. And then I was like, nope, I'm a moron. I haven't played a dungeon crawler in a while. Let's whip out the 3DS and play Persona Q2. What?
0: Why?
2: Because I needed a dungeon crawler.
0: It's still a JRPG.
2: It is a JRPG. You Sometimes say
0: that like it's needed... about to not be a JRPG, like it's going to change. Well, I mean, well, everybody has their own definition
2: of JRPG. JRPG this is the reason why we banned these particular conversations from the forums for years. Anyways, um, yeah, so I we ended up going away for a long weekend. We and were. so I completely...
3: Did everyone
0: have a good 4th of July weekend, by the way? Yeah. We skipped our friendly banter and jumped right into Anna. Uh, okay,
1: sister in and out of the hospital. Ended up just kind of hanging out on Fourth of
2: July. That's
0: not a good weekend. No, it's not. No.
2: I'm sorry to report our weekend was better. Yeah, sort of.
0: We um, we spent it at a bed and breakfast. It was cool.
2: Yeah, and so um, we'll get into the bad assumptions that I made during Chris's now playing. Okay. But um, yeah, since we had um a lot of quiet time and didn't have anything planned, I played a lot of Persona Q2. So we went up to
0: the Wisconsin Dells with the intention that, hey, we'll spend all of our time in our bed and breakfast room, chilling in the jacuzzi and playing video games, maybe or maybe at the same time. Um, and then we'll do stuff in the Dells during the day. <laughs> we didn't leave our rooms the whole weekend. No. <laughs> Was it bad weather or No, we're just lazy gamers. Oh, okay. <sighs> Nathan's pining for the joy of a nation Nathan, lazy gamer. No, oh, no. I mean, I'm I'm pretty bad, but
4: I think my girlfriend would kill me if I even took my Switch on a vacation.
0: Wow. <laughs> my my wife would kill me if I made her not take her Switch. <laughs> Actually, you didn't yeah, take yeah, this really. You took your 3DS instead. <sighs>
4: All right. I mean she plays video games, but yeah, if we're going somewhere mm-mm.
0: I'm a very fortunate man.
2: It's about time you realized
0: it. <laughs> All right, fortunate lady, what did you uh, actually play while you were away? Persona Q2 okay. so, much Persona, so much, Persona Q2. much Persona Q2.
2: In fact, I finished I finished 60 hours of that game in nine days.
5: Oh good gosh!
2: Yeah, you were like averaging a dungeon
1: a day when you was playing that, and I was needless to say impressed.
2: Yeah, not quite a dungeon a day.
1: A dungeon every
2: two days is really is basically what it worked out to.
1: You were still outpacing the crap out of me. Yes,
2: and so it. Everything that I didn't like about Persona Q has been fixed in Persona Q2. The characters' personalities are better, the story is better. It's still mediocre, but it's it's better. Um a
5: better sort of mediocre. <laughs> a more a more tolerable bit of mediocre. How about that? So
2: the problem with Persona Q1 is that the story was dumb. Very
5: mm-hmm.
2: dumb, yeah. And part of that problem is is they had stripped the nuances of the characters out so that oh, yeah. they were really distilled down to one meme-ish quality.
5: Yeah, they chibi-fied their personalities as well, not yeah. just their looks.
2: Mm-hmm. And so it it's nice in Persona Q2 because, yeah, Chie is still all about the meat, but she's also all about the kung fu and the loyalty to Yukiko and the struggles that she has with femininity and... Mm-hmm. You know, where does she fit in the world and what does she want to do as an adult? And so, like, all of those things are there that we're missing in Persona Q.
3: Yeah.
2: And just that alone makes the story so much better. But the story is still dumb.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a spinoff. do you want? Yeah, I mean, nothing here is super
2: serial, and I understand that because, you know, the whole shtick of both Persona Q games is no one's going to remember what happened here. Mm -hmm.
0: Even you, the player.
2: (laughs) Snap. Snap, Chris.
0: Is it untrue? No. Uh (laughs) Uh, Uh-huh.
1: What I like about the Persona Q games is that they're, they're basically a Persona light where you can have the you can have the fun of a Shin Megami Tensei game without the... Crushing difficulty? Yeah, the crushing difficulty and the 60-80-hour
2: marathon story. Well, I mean, it is a still 60-hour story, so yeah, yeah. there, there yeah, is I would, that.
1: I would imagine that you could still get through it pretty a lot quicker. Yeah, than the and I mean, if you weren't
2: although. doing any of the side quests, yeah, that's a good 20 hours by itself. Um, but the side quests have definitely also been improved over the original game. So what they decided to do is, so in the first game, the side quests are just sort of like baked into the story. So you get quests that you're doing as you're doing the normal dungeons. Um, the side quests in Persona Q2 actually take you completely out of the story and they take you to dungeons that you've already completed, um... But what they will do is they will block it off so that you only have a very small portion of a floor to deal with. And so whatever is going to happen happens inside of that much smaller area. So, yeah,
1: I, I appreciate that the side quests are self-contained.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I would recommend doing the side quests if for no other reason than um, there are some side quests that unlock... Um, An item that lets you um, level up any character to the highest level in your party.
0: That's handy.
2: Yeah, because I mean, there's like 25 characters, right? And so if all of a sudden you're called to have Chie in your party and you've never used Chie before, um, you have the option of leveling her up. And so I think you get five of them. As you go through kind of regular gameplay, and then you can buy DLC that gives you five more, so you can level up ten characters like that. They were great. I thought that was like one of the best improvements to the game. Um, I don't um, want to get they... too deep into the story because it gets kind of spoilery really fast. But yeah, it's dumb, but it's cute.
1: Don't they also uh, unlock? Um... Dual,
2: Yes. dual techniques? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, one of the other new things that are added to the game is as you complete these sort of self-contained stories in the side quests, um, it allows two to four characters to unlock a unison attack. And in order to trigger a unison attack, you have to hit the weak point of any character. And you have to have at least one person from that unison in your party. And it just has a chance of triggering. And so um, they're really good. They're all like really well done. And they make sense for all the characters. Um, Some of them are a little bit more serious. Some of them are completely ridiculous. Um, So there's one with um, Koromaru and Teddy and Morgana. And Morgana turns into the car. And Teddy jumps in the front seat and like jams on the gas. And then he gets stuck. Hanging halfway out the window, so Coromaru Karam- jumps off the back, um, and Morgana and Teddy crash into the enemy. Mm. Um, and then there's one with um, Fox. I don't remember his real name. Fox. Yusuke. Yusuke. I know. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yusuke and um, the two to the two guy friends in Persona Three. Haki Hiko? Yeah, him. And...
5: God, the one I never remember the name of.
2: He wears <sighs> a beanie. Yeah. P3 list of char- characters.
1: And I for the uh, mascot one, I love that the side... You showed this side quest one for, or name for that, and it was called Battle of the Mascots. Yes. I haven't gotten to that quest yet, but I can't wait to.
2: Shinjiro. So yeah, Shinjiro, Akihiko, and Fox from Persona 5. And they all get together and drink protein, and then they throw the cans of empty protein at the enemy. <laughs> and do, do they yell, protein? Uh, no. Oh. That would be good, but no. Wrong, <laughs>
1: wrong, wrong thing. Yeah, sorry.
2: So yeah, they're all unique, they're all really interesting. Um they they feel like they make sense inside of the combat. Um the combat is very Persona Five centered. Um so there is um light and dark attacks and Mudo and Hama are actually really rare. Um, and then there's also nuke and psy elements. Um so it definitely gives a new um, dimension to how you build your party because you have to kind of have a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I ended up finishing with my um, Persona catalog at around 96%. I did a lot of fusing. I'd say so. Yeah. Strawberry eggs would be so proud of me. And yeah, it's definitely worth playing. Um, I think it's like that, you know, people always said that if the 3DS is going to go out, it should go out on a high note. And I think it really did. Mm-hmm. Um, and since I had the 3DS out, I was like, hey, I have three 3DS games that I bought and they're sitting on my desk and I said I'd play them. So I'm going to sit down and play them. So I popped in Sep Revolt as my first one. And it's like Monopoly with monsters. Huh? Yeah, so it's like a board and you roll dice and when you land on a spot, you can put a monster there to guard it. And if someone else lands there, unless they beat up the monster, they have to pay uh, a rental fee to stay there. Yeah, that does sound like Monopoly. mm mm-hmm. Um, and then there are various colors on the board. And if your monster matches the color, they get an additional bonus. And as you put more monsters on the same color, they start to all get more and more powerful. And then it's kind of like buying houses. You rank up the land.
3: Hmm.
2: And there's equipment that you can use on your monsters. And some monsters attack and some monsters defend. And he attack, he defend. He attack, he defend. Um, the dilemma that I had with it is it's incredibly
3: slow. So yeah. Slow.
1: I've heard that like the console versions
2: that you pretty much need to keep a magazine handy. Mm-hmm. I was literally browsing Twitter between turns. And I'm like, this game isn't bad, but it's not what I want to play right now. So I took it out. And I put in Monster Hunter Stories.
0: Oh, what do you mean it wasn't bad? You said it was doing nothing for you.
2: Yeah, I was interested in it. All but right. I needed something that was faster paced. Right. If I was playing that game while I was watching a TV show, maybe it would be better. Or if I was listening to an audiobook that I was really into.
0: You were listening to an audiobook.
2: <laughs> no, I wasn't.
0: I think you were, but
2: right. But anyways, um, I just I was like, I want a game that will draw me in. So I popped in Monster Hunter Stories. And that's really good. The beginning is very boring. But as soon as you get out onto the map and you can start doing combat, which is like maybe an hour of time, it's really fun.
1: See, I had played through the demo and the demo pretty much takes you through the boring part and ends on a cliffhanger.
2: And you can continue from where the demo left off. Yeah, and that's what I did as well. Okay. Oh, you had played the demo already? I had. Oh. Ah. You sat there and watched me play it? No, I don't remember. Okay.
0: When was this? What year? Ages ago. Oh, okay, cool.
2: I'm not even sure I put it on my log of games. Hunter. Hunter? Yeah, no, I didn't even put it on my game log.
0: Well, it was just a demo.
2: I normally put demos on my game log because people Ooh. would keep asking me, Hey, did you play X demo? Yeah. Did yep. you play X demo yeah? yeah. Hey yeah.
0: Anna, does it support a hotas?
2: It no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um and then of course exactly what I thought would happen happened. Yesterday Dragon Quest Builders came out Builder Two came out and I'm like, you, Nope. You, you knew that switch. was coming.
0: You knew that was coming. Yep. Don't tell me you didn't know that was coming.
2: Well, I was like going back and forth about whether I should start it right away, if I should wait to someone for someone to write a guide, blah, blah, blah. And then I proofed a review for it. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I am like, hot damn, I'm not waiting to play this. It sounds... Awesome.
1: I'm in,
0: boys.
2: <laughs> See, I ended up canceling my pre-order
1: for it because I didn't <gasps> think I was going to get Kelly, to it.
2: it's so what good. What did you do,
1: same, Kelly? Same here. I was being responsible and didn't want to spend. Stop it! Bucks, stop that! Sixty bucks on a game I wasn't going to get to right away. What are you
2: fine?
1: i you. That, thats unusual self-restraint for me, all things considered.
5: Being all adult-like. Darn. Yeah,
0: we expect more from you. <laughs> you <laughs> I, you're
1: down. disappointed in my responsibility. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Kel, I am disappointed.
0: Kel, (laughs) I am
2: disappointed. (laughs) I love it. So I made it off of the first island. I made it off the ship, and then I made it off the first island. And now I'm on to the first real island.
0: So you got through the tutorial.
2: Yep. I have an island. It's mine. No one else can have it.
0: There are many
1: others like it.
2: But this one is mine. Mm-hmm.
1: Is it the Can't. nation of Annadia?
2: No, it's the nation of Lulu, Lulupedia or something Lulula. like that. No no no. Lulula. no, 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 no no, 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 because the girl I saved was Lulu.
3: Oh, okay.
2: And so she's like, it's, it's Lulutropolis or something like that. I forget. She's an idiot.
0: Oh, you don't get to choose?
2: No. Oh. It's named after I her. I thought you said it was your island. Yes, but it's named after Lulu Why? because she decided it's named after her. I,
0: this doesn't seem very fair. No,
2: Life isn't fair. Okay.
0: <laughs> Alrighty then.
2: Good so, enough. can we hurry up and finish the podcast so I can go back to playing Dragon Quest Builders 2?
0: Yes. <laughs> Kelly, what you been playing? Um. Well, for
1: JRPG July, I decided to boot up the secret of, uh, what is it, the Collection of
0: Mana? I uh, think
1: is the name of it. I think so.
0: Overpriced ROMs of Mana.
2: What? No. Hey,
1: it is not <laughs>
2: overpriced. <laughs>
1: Let me tell you something. They're not overpriced because I finally got to the third game in the series last night, and that alone is worth the price of admission because right. of how awesome it is. All right. but but let me let me back it up. okay, so on July first, I started um Final Fantasy Adventure, aka Seiken, Seiken in Setsu. And I think I only, I only took me like four days to beat that one, but one of them was like Fourth of July or something, so I pretty much played it all day. Um, very interesting start to the series, but boy, that old school early '90s Game Boy game—I was feeling the difficulty. Um, had to had to back out of the dungeon quite a bit to restock up on items and stuff, and at one point I thought I had got myself in, a, in an unwinnable state because you need keys for that game. Like, you have to actually go buy keys and for, to get through some of the dungeons, and I ran out of keys. And got to look, and I was like, well, no, certain mobs drop keys, you just gotta go find them. Um, f- finished that game, it was really cute. Um, I, I appreciate the kind of style, how... how well, basically it's kind of seeing how The Venn diagrams Of Final Fantasy and The Mana series meet because That game has a chocobo in it And it also has um, you get turned into Moogles at some point Yeah uh, and he turns Into robo chocobo later Because they give him Robotic legs so that you can use him As a boat What okay Yeah I yeah. It's insane It um it, it actually makes me want to play Through the Adventures of Mana Remake just to see the like the actual 3D model of the Robo Chocobo But I digress Um So I beat that one in four days and then I Started up Secret of Mana And I've never Been a huge Secret of Mana Fan because I, when I was playing as a kid, I would get very overwhelmed at all of the weapons, and I don't know if you guys experienced this or not.
2: Um, I got to some forest and I couldn't figure out the way through it, so I quit. Ah, uh, see, I can't remember how
1: you're supposed to get through that forest either. It's the four seasons. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, now I just I. I would always get so overwhelmed at all, all, all of the different weapon choices and this time around I mostly just stuck with the sword and only used the other weapons when I like needed to chop down stuff or whip across bridges. And I gave the sprite and the girl um their own weapons to and kind of made them use the same weapons throughout the entirety of the game. So I think the girl used the bow and the sprite used the boomerang through the entire game. And the other reason why I've always been kind of turned off by Secret of Mana is because I would get very overwhelmed and very bored with grinding up the magic. And I had asked about this on Twitter and found out that, well, no, you don't have to grind up all of the different magic spells. You just need to really do the healing one and then, like, either the fire or the thunder. And that's really about it. I mean, you, you kind of get have to get them all up to, like, at least level four, but that's really easy to do. And then just kind of pick one or two to carry you through the rest of the game. And... You guys heard me on Discord last night being very frustrated because I got to the final boss and ran out of items and couldn't beat it. And I had to back out of that dungeon, go restock up on items and then go back through. And then the process of getting me through that dungeon twice kind of gave me the levels that I needed to beat the
2: final boss. Yay! You must have finished it after we hung up.
1: I think I finished it like as we were hanging up because then I booted up um, Trials of Mana at that point sweet so yeah um i i forgot how awful the hit detection is in secret of Mana 2 and some of those fights towards the end like just like the fights with the common enemies were making me want to throw my switch into the wall And then pulling up Trials of Mana and just playing through the opening bit of that, it's like this game improves everything that I had a problem with in Secret of Mana. Because the, the hit detection is good. You don't have to worry about having to wait for the bar to fill up to 100% to attack. Um, dashing doesn't use your stamina. And... Overall, I can't wait to play through the rest of Trials of Mana because so far, there's just the combat alone feels satisfying. Um, if you're not familiar with Trials of Mana, there's um, six playable characters, and you pick from you pick your main character here who, who, whose story you're going to experience throughout the entire game, and then you pick your two side characters. And each main character kind of starts out at a different point in the world. And you kind of go through their story in the first chapter and you kind of find out, okay, well, what's their motivation? And then you get through the first chapter and you kind of get d- dumped somewhere in the world. And then uh, I'm not sure if all of them and everybody ends up in the town of Wendell, but that's where I'm going right now. And you meet the other two people that you picked. Well, trying to get yeah, and while trying to get to Wendell, and when you meet them, they kind of tell why what they're doing, and it shows. I I imagine that what is their um, their first chapter kind of in
2: flashbacks. Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, and it's it's really kind of cool. It almost makes me want to play through all six characters. Or I I honestly wonder if you really need to just play through the game twice, where you pick the first set of characters, and then the second time through, you picked the second set that you didn't play through the first time. So I picked um, Hawkeye the Thief for my main character, just because he looked kind of cool. Now, Hawkeye's and an then, Avenger. Oh, yeah, he's the Thief. Oh, okay. I, I see what you did there.
0: I, you understood that reference?
1: Yes, I did. Yes. And then for my sub-characters, um, I think it's Angela the Magician... For my, for one of them and then I can't remember the name of the cleric but she's a little kid and they, they kind of uh, you know I thought that they were just going to do a bare bones localization with this but they actually kind of put some effort into it because the kid talks like this you actually see the Elmer Fudd stuff in her text and you want to read it like a cute little kid
0: and that's not annoying to read
1: eh I'm sure it will get annoying, <laughs> and like um, Nicola, the cat busted me out of jail in Hawkeye's story, and he has cat puns in his dialogue. I actually posted these on Twitter, so we need we need to get out of here right. Meow.
0: Excellent. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's like Monster Hunter.
1: <laughs> yeah, he he talks like a a palico. So I, I, I'm i really looking forward to playing through most of this. I played the a ROM hack of this back in the day with the um, fan translation, and it, it wasn't bad, but I'm kind of really intrigued by what Squeenix kind of put into the localization of this. And I, w- I was talking about this on Discord. Um, the font that they used kind of looks like it doesn't look like a ROM hack. It looks like they just kind of stuck their own font and put it over the skin of the game.
0: Yeah, you can. I've got a side by side up on the screen where you can see the different fonts used in the original fan translation yeah. versus the Square Enix remake. Yeah, um, and yeah, so I predict- think Square Enix did that so they had more room for text because you know Japanese text yeah. boxes so small. <laughs>
1: And it's, it can get a little bit jarring when you're given, like, choices because the choices are uh, answering yes or no is actually in the, uh, in the in-game the font. So it looks very different from what they use, and it's kind of jarring to see. But, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's been, like, what, 20 years since we were supposed to get this game. I'm so excited to play through it legitimately now.
2: I'm I'm just so pleased to see how well this is being supported.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm not complaining about the forty dollar price tag at all. I I mean, controversial opinion, but if they would have just put out this game at forty bucks, I would have been happy.
2: All right. Have you been playing anything else? Nope, that's been pretty much it. All right, Nathan, what have you been diving into this week?
4: Oh, man. Um, Well, it's actually been two weeks since we talked, so I actually have some stuff I played. Uh, I started playing *Nino Cooney* Kuni 2 because my friend and his wife came over for the 4th of July, and they were messing around with that game, and I was like, oh, this doesn't look as bad as... I, I had two friends write a guide for it, and they both ended up not liking it by the end. I hear there's like 175 side quests you have to do, which is just brutal if you're writing about it but if you're not writing about it i mean i'm in chapter four so far and i'm still enjoying the heck out of the game even though it's not my usual fare so it's probably one of those games where you if you have to write everything about it you hate it by the end of the process but if you just play it it's fine um
1: yeah i platinum that (laughs) game and there is a lot of stuff to do in that game
4: yeah i'm I'm just about to hit it all, according to my friend like yeah when, chapter four of the side quests are coming, so
2: when Chris and I played it, he did all the combat and I did all the town building, <laughs> and so we ended up having we ended up really splitting up the quests to a fair extent because some of them are in town and some of them are go out and do stuff mm-hmm. so I think that ended up saving us from the quest or us either to driving either of us totally insane
0: yeah but it means you got to do all the good part of the game
2: yeah sorry
4: yeah um i'm I'm pretty simple to please when it comes to games if you have color coded loot drops at regular intervals i'm usually gonna be like like that's a huge plus you kind of have to go out of your way to mess it up once you once you put that simple thing in the game so Nino Kuni 2 has that. So I'm I'm well, okay Nino so Kuni far 2 I like the gameplay. has
0: all play. the DLC stuff now? So I wonder if it's a really different experience for you than it was for us.
4: Um I mean obviously I can't say. I have no clue. Yeah. I need one of my friends to play through it again and there's no way they're going to do it. So
0: <laughs> I keep thinking about um, oh I should bust that out and try all the DLC and then I'm like or I could do something else. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right? Um <laughs> They also had a sale on The Division 2 and one of my friends has been bugging me to pick that up for another podcast we do Uh, because we're just desperate for anything with co-op and I put that in and it's got character creation and it also has color-coded loot drops and I'm like I have no idea what this has to do with Tom Clancy.
0: all you want is color-coded loot drops, there's so many Diablo-style games you can play. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I mean, not that hard
4: like... Let's be fair. Titan Quest was a just a total bomb, it was unplayable on console. Um, Which is such so a they're bummer. not all good. It is. It it made me sad
2: because um, everybody seemed to like it on PC.
0: Yeah, it's a really good game on PC. Uh, um, I tried playing it on PC last year and I couldn't get into it. But yeah, well, maybe it's because I came bit. to it way too late. It's
4: know? incredibly outdated. But if yeah. you were in that period, like two thousand five ish, where it wasn't that there was a drought. It's just that there's so many. I was expecting it to
0: be closer to Diablo 2 because of the time it came out. And instead it was like, this is, yeah, I see what they're going for, but this is just so slow. No, they didn't evolve
4: the genre at all. Um, (laughs) Back in the day, I'd have to say it's like a 7.5 out of 10, you know, Diablo clone. But when there's so many 6 out of 10 ones out there, you're like, oh, this is a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. it just didn't. And now age that there's
0: idea. a bunch of nine out of ten ones that you can choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so,
4: and now you know there's Diablo three, which to be fair is old now, but it came out and reminded everybody why Blizzard is typically better at their own genres than everybody else is. And so the standards changed again, and then Titan Quest came out and probably would have been dated if it worked well, but it didn't. So it was just kind of a catastrophe on top of everything else um so i'm actually you know for the 15 bucks i spent on the division two it's a pretty good game if you just like third person shooters with some loot drops probably shouldn't be playing it since borderlands 3 is coming out in a few months but you know whatever burnout will happen i guess <laughs> um
0: no, we also i don't think a... the burnout studio is around anymore so i don't think no. uh,
4: thanks for the fun we need i that. would love more burnout <laughs> oh my gosh oh god um, we also played a uh, Left for Dead-like game, uh, Earthfall, I think it was, because one of my friends just loves those Left for Dead clones and anything that is even remotely resembling Left for Dead.
0: Yeah, is that okay. an RPG name as well, Earthfall, or was that a different Earth one? Earthlock. Earthlock. Oh, that's the one you didn't like. Yep.
4: Okay. Yeah.
0: We're yeah. right, right, looking at Earthfall was... now, and I'm, it looks like Aliens. Okay, great.
4: No, yeah, they are aliens, but they act just like all the zombie tropes you've ever seen. So oh, don't good. call them zombies. I'm so excited. Aliens. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's actually like a dumbed down version of *Vermintide*, actually.
0: Oh, go play and... that instead, though.
4: No, yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I recommend *Vermintide* if you are the like sequel, right? on the fence. Either one. I oh, thought really? the first one was okay. pretty good too. All right. Um, but yeah, now the second one's more topical, so if you're gonna get one. Play the second one. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, 10 bucks wasn't, wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. If you don't mind, incredibly repetitive. Is your other podcast
0: shooter. about just playing mediocre games? Is that what you do? Oh, or is this just how it's worked out?
4: You know, not on paper, but <laughs> it's so hard. To you're find trying to find really stuff other people are
0: talking game. about. That's what you're going to end up doing.
4: <laughs> no, I mean, it's not even that. It's just. We don't want to spend a whole lot of money on oh. multiplayer games for the podcast. Okay. And we're like, right now, there's just been a Divinity Original Sin Two was the last like really good multiplayer game that we had uh, access to, and yeah, you know, we've kind of been scraping you the that bottom. that
0: multiplayer of... the whole way through.
4: No, no, oh, we didn't. Okay. We tried. Oh, but... you did
0: like a scenario, the dungeon master mode sort of thing.
4: Yeah. Okay. Um.
0: It just turns oh, out that's you not must a good podcast, for a
4: podcast about... oh, go ahead. because you're sitting there, you're trying to pay attention to the story, and then you're trying to like talk about other stuff, and it's just not not a great mix. So it kind of has to be a mindless game. Those tend to work better.
3: Mm.
0: So. Oh, I see. You're playing it during your podcast. Okay.
4: Yeah, if we were smart, we put in some effort to do like production value stuff, maybe record it off to the side, pay attention yeah. to the podcast. But
0: No, no. Eh. No, this is easier. Do that. It's more fun. <laughs> Um, so it's you guys halfway must just be...
4: an excuse to play with
0: people. So if you actually did uh, Divinity: Sin multiplayer, are you excited for the new Baldur's Gate then?
4: Oh, um, yes, but uh, it goes way deeper than that because I think Baldur's Gate's like the best RPG ever made, and I wrote humongous guides for those games, and I'm I'm more than just a casual fan of the genre. Oh, but so it's you're also nervous kind of... now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm kind of like <laughs> I hope they don't screw it up, but on the other hand, I'm glad Larian has it because. They have such a good track record. Yeah, over they're the past a good one to have. Years. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think like CD Projekt may be the only one that I would be more
0: comfortable with. Sure, but there's less Larian. political issues with uh with Larian. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: <laughs> so, I mean, and this is more Larian's genre too. So, yeah. like Larian is right up there. Like, if you're gonna give it to somebody, it's like Larian or Obsidian. But I'm perfectly fine with Larian having it. It's just, you know, you worry you hear of a new game from a beloved franchise coming out 20 years later. You're just like, I don't even know what this is going to be. So I wonder,
0: if, I wonder if one of those auto chess games would work for your podcast plane. I was going to that Dota auto chess or the clones.
4: Oh, like the people are talking about in the chat here.
0: Um, but yeah, they're I talking about Dota, but not uh, the auto chess versions. It would have to be something on console because oh, we okay. have,
4: we have some people involved with the podcast that are just like ridiculously anti PC. <laughs> <laughs> and I, <Great. laughs> not, I'm not going to delve into it. I don't know why, but it it's just easier to collect everybody on a PlayStation 4 and hit the, you know, the broadcast. At least broadcast we're heading
0: button. towards a more pro- cross-play era.
4: Yeah, hopefully, slowly, once Sony, you know, stops Gets being their dressed. head out
2: of their arse. Hey,
4: yeah, that's another games. way of saying it. I mean, I see why Sony's doing it. I mean, at least when they started at the time, they were so far ahead of everybody. But now it's kind of like, come on. Come on, what are you doing? Come on, man. Is this something that, like, are you generating huge amounts of revenue from this? I don't know. Well, Maybe they are.
2: I mean, that was definitely one of the reasons why they didn't want Fortnite to be cross-platform, because they were making major bank off that. Yeah.
5: Yep. yeah. Taking their 30% cut of everything. All the money people are spending in that game. It's yep. a lot of money.
4: Oh,
2: it man. is, but it still makes them dicks.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, I've actually played a good amount of stuff, not including all the guide work I've been doing, which is not very amusing.
2: What guides but, have you been working on?
4: Uh Fel seal mostly. I'm like desperately trying to finish it before Fire Emblem because
2: uh, What's seal? I be
4: working on that. That's the tactics. It's a, like Yeah. It's like tactics. either love or
0: hate.
2: Right. Okay Yeah,
4: I showed that to my friend's wife and I don't
0: like the art, but she was like, oh, it has that watercolor look. I like it. Yeah, exactly. so, I do Mrs. like Rebecca's, that. There you go. So uh-huh. this is this is on your list, right, Anna? Cause it yeah, because be. it's
2: coming to Switch. Okay.
0: It should be, like, way up on your list from what I'm hearing.
4: Yeah, I, I recommend it quite a bit. It's, like, if you like Final Fantasy Tactics, you'll like this. Um, but if you're writing a guide for it, there's a lot of crap to put in there. Can All you the understand class, the story? Yeah.
0: Hey, it's better than Tactics, then.
4: (laughs) No, it's not that complicated of a story.
0: Does anybody Uh, got a good feeling? I had a good feeling. (laughs) Oh, geez. Because they should at least have that in as a reference, but I guess I digress. Um, There
2: was a reference to that in um, one of the Tactics Advance games.
4: Nice. You you proved your old school gamer cred. Congratulations.
0: Yes. (sighs)
2: So,
4: yeah, that's all I've been up to, which... I think that's a fair bit for two weeks more than I usually get to.
2: All right. How about you, Josh? I want to hear about Lulua. Lulua. Yeah, that's
5: what I've been up to. Um so last time I was, you know, cut whatever, a couple weeks ago, I had just barely started Lulua. Played like the first hour of it. So now I'm like I think I'm in chapter seven, so I'm like two thirds, three quarters of the way through the game, something like that. And it's been it's been really good. It's oh, so good. I know. Like they, they simplified the alchemy system so there's no more Tetris and all that other stuff that you have to worry about. It's a, it's a much more simplistic system, but I <laughs> like that. Um,
2: but it doesn't take away the challenge
5: no no like there there's still all the there's still the depth there of trying to like improve your quality of the items and you know trying to make weapons or make uh items that have certain little traits that can really change the uh, power of the item like all that stuff is still there it's just you know they like they've they've dialed back on a couple of the levels that it had gotten to in uh like the mysterious games for for the better i think um I mean, just the other night, like I, I got reminded about like the the death states in or, or how little penalty there is for death in the death in the Atelier games. Like, thankfully, I ran into uh, I kind of like wandered through and wandered into a boss without very many items left, and um, it was this boss that you could only damage via magic attacks. Like, none nothing else would work. None of your regular weapons would work, and I kind of quickly ran out of magic items and uh characters to attack him with and oh, so he ended up killing me
2: i just realized what you were fighting
5: uh, ah okay you know exactly where i am then mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah he ended up wiping my party but in the atelier game it's just like oh you go back to the uh it just sends you back to the atelier with like like i think you lose a few items that you had collected or something like that mm-hmm. but you know like no big deal thank goodness That kind of stuff. The one thing about that game, like I'm remembering from the old Arlen games that I, I really, I loved that was in the, those original Arlen games and they took out and I missed it ever since was the original Arlen games. When you were like wandering around the areas if you were, and I don't remember exactly how many levels it was, whether it was like five levels or ten levels higher than the enemies you were, who you were uh, in the same level, same area with, like if you hit them with your staff, they would just die instantly. You didn't have to do the random encounter. And it was great for all those times when you'd have to go back to earlier areas and, um, you know, just to pick up some items from an earlier area. That way you didn't have to deal with the random encounters. And they got rid of that somewhere along the way. And like this game, I've just been reminded like, man, I wish I didn't have to do these, you know, kind of like silly random encounters where I'm way over leveled for the enemies I'm fighting.
2: So they end up resolving that in a different way than you think. Cause what's oh, yeah? going to end up happening really quickly is, um, the items that you use the most, they're going to start yeah. appearing in later areas. And even yeah. though you're fighting the same enemies, they're higher level.
5: Ah, okay. Yeah, I've been... I, I was playing kind of like more... Like, the uh, the story in this game follows along with the uh, this book, The Alchemy Riddle, that Lulua... Like, it just literally appears out of thin air and drops onto her head. <laughs> <laughs> and And the game plays out like it gives you these... As the title implies, like these little riddles on what, like basically where you're supposed to go next, what you're supposed to do next, and like it, it both has like main story points and then it has like all kinds of optional things that you can do. And so I had kind of been going along the main storyline, and now I'm kind of like going back and unlocking oh, some of the optional side yeah, stuff.
2: Yeah, so don't have... sleep on the side stuff. It's actually yeah. not optional, and I'm kind of mad no, that not. they that they imply or impress upon you that it's optional because it's totally not.
5: Yeah, I've realized that as I've gotten along because like it, it, it's not just like it unlocks, you know, different weapons or items uh, for uh, recipes, like it unlocks whole areas that you actually end up having to go to in some of the later story mm-hmm. bits. So yeah, it's kind of unfortunate that that's kind of styled like it's optional when yeah. it's really not. It's not at all. <laughs> Yeah, you got to do that stuff. Um, but otherwise, like, I yeah, I love the game, love the characters. It's fun to see kind of the old characters again. The localization, like we were talking, you and me were talking about, Anna, like the, the localization is a lot better than I think that the recent ones have been. Yep. There's a lot of personality to it.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, and it's really needed.
5: Yeah, yeah. They did a really good job with that. Lula being like... You know, I'm just gonna blow the damn door up.
2: <laughs> I was like, Did did she just
5: swear? Yes, she did. Ah! I know. Bless me. you.
1: Yeah, this is another one lately that I've sort of wanted to pull the trigger on, but I've got way too much stuff to play right now.
3: Boo. Yeah, I can
5: <laughs> I know, there's too much going on, but like yeah, this one like, I I've, I was not crazy about the mysteri- the mysterious series of games, but this one has really clicked back up. It, it, it's really clicked with me. Kind of got me back into uh, Atelier. I don't know if that's how much of the improvements it's made or if I was just in the mood for something light and fluffy and this has really fit the bill, but I've, I've been really enjoying it. Hopefully I'll finish it up next week, just in t- or finish it up in the next week or so in time for uh, Fire Emblem to come ah. out. You and me both. Yeah, that giant <laughs> whatever hour epic. So yeah, the
2: director but, but that's, said that's it took him news. eighty hours to finish the game.
5: No, it took him eighty hours to finish one route of the game, right. and then there are three Sorry. routes. <laughs> so but like I don't 200 know. Two hundred hours.
2: I don't know. I don't expect the director to be very good at playing his own game. Yeah,
5: yeah, we'll see. But but that that's it. I've been I've just been concentrating on Atelier.
2: All right, Chris, you yeah, need to go, right? I do. So
0: I was uh, started off the week finishing up things like uh, Final Fantasy V, Four Job Fiesta, so I finished that run. Um, Good I was doing a popular run, so I had a bunch of easy classes to work with, so I just stomped my way through that game by the end of it, just learning all the cool things you can exploit that I've never done before in Final Fantasy V. So that was fun. Um, that's done now. Um, so now, uh, I then jumped into continuing Final Fantasy fourteen because the expansion is out in full force and it's amazing and I love every bit of it and I just want to keep playing it forever and ever and ever.
3: And...
2: So we should talk about the fun vacation time that we had with fourteen.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> how'd that work, Anna?
2: So Chris is like, I'm going to pack my monitor and I yeah. looked at him. I said, "Why would you do that?" There's no way anywhere we would go at this point wouldn't have an HD TV.
3: I'm like, "Well, maybe they won't
0: have an HDMI port on it." It's like, "Have you ever seen that, Chris?" I'm like, "You know, just whatever, just in case." It's it's not much room, and it'll be fine.
2: Yeah, we totally needed it. The TV that we had had a VCR installed inside of it. Mm-hmm. Was it a
1: CRT?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. It was oh, old. Good lord. It was mm-hmm. so old. <laughs> I should have brought the SNES, is what I should have done. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, it worked out. That's some good retro gaming. Well, and then
2: their Wi-Fi didn't work.
0: Yeah, so I played Final Fantasy XIV over my cellular connection, (laughs) which worked so much better than it had any right to. And so I'm glad that saved the day, but uh, we also used up all our data and had to buy extra data. And
2: then we ran out of data again. No, we
0: only bought the one. Actually, we just mm. ran out yesterday. Yes. So, but we've got more today. Okay. We rolled over. Okay. So, just barely skated through, Anna. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. Um. The. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, Final Fantasy XIV. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a good reviewer of games, right? So.
2: Minfilia is back, no, and well then gone, and then back. Well, no, she's
0: yeah. The spoilers. <laughs> let's just say. <laughs> Spoilers um, What should I say
3: There
2: are little frog people That dance And cast <laughs> magic with candy canes
0: They do They're called Fuath F-U-A-T-H They're little fae guys It's amazing uh,
2: Now this whole expansion Is kind of centered around The idea of Fey.
0: No Just one zone
2: Okay well yeah, That's the only zone That I've seen you play so. I know it is for me, the expansion now is I'm in the new zone
0: thing. that's the, the jungle and it has the best soundtrack ever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. It's got like
0: jungle ladies singing in the background, it's amazing. The music in this expansion is so good. Uh, I don't have any new features to really say that are bad or good, it's just the, the environment, it's all about the experience. It's a good storytelling, good pacing, good quests. Um, I'm doing the side quests because I enjoy the environments I'm in so much. Um, I'm loving Chris the music. Chris never does feel side good quests. There. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a good it's a good setup. I still am not max level. I'm still have not finished the story, and I still haven't done any like end game stuff, so I can't comment on any of that yet. Even though I see people run around doing it, and it makes me jealous. But uh, one day we'll get there.
2: Yeah, uh, Adrian, one of our reviewers, finished the story like the first day. No, he took
0: three days. <laughs> Come on, Anna. Took him a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, that's been Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I also, since I finished FF 5 I've switched my nighttime play when I'm lying in bed because Anna has banished me to the bedroom because she needs to fall asleep. Um, I play Super Mario Maker 2 now, so I'm, I'm wor- working through that campaign. That's been pretty good so far. Lots of weird levels. Um, I really like the fact that if you get completely fed up with a level and die in it, you can just have Luigi beat it for you. And he just, it just, you say, uh, call Luigi. And he goes, okay. And boom, 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 lots of noise in the background. It's like, all done. And then you can move on to the next one. And you, you get whatever that was um, preventing your progress on is complete. And you can keep moving forward. And it's like, all right, thanks, Luigi. You're useful for once. <laughs> Luigi at his most useful. Um, How dare you? What? <laughs>
5: I thought Luigi was at his most useful when he had a vacuum and was sucking up ghosts.
0: I don't know. Does he strike you as very competent in those games?
2: Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Mario. Mario Luigi tries his hardest,
0: okay? Yeah, well sometimes you can try really hard and still
2: suck. <laughs> ten out of ten, try hard.
0: <laughs> or Luigi. Yeah, what, what
3: is,
0: (laughs) one other, speaking of Mario, one other thing happened this week. Dr. Mario came out on the phones.
2: So I'm at level 70 something. Oh my gosh, Anna. (laughs) It's, it's. I started
0: playing this and I got bored with it and was like, oh, this looks so Candy Crush Saga.
1: Yeah,
2: it's Candy Crush Saga. A thousand percent Candy Crush.
0: Anyone else try this stuff?
1: I I played like the first couple of levels and I was very annoyed because it's like, this isn't the, uh,
0: the, not
1: my Dr. Dr. Mario (laughs) that I know and love. And I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed with people right now because when Mario run came out, they tried not to do the whole predatory, um, candy crush crap and people didn't like it yeah and like the a direct result of that yeah like you people wanted this
0: you how dare you look what you've done, <laughs> so yeah, all your fault it's all your fault people you asked for this, now we've got it <laughs> uh at least i have I have Dr. Bowser, and he's neat, but you know. And it makes you think Doogie Howser. Which Anna started watching again. Oh my gosh. It's
2: on Hulu. I'm so excited.
0: And it had the most worst fat shaming episode I've ever seen in a TV show. (laughs) Ever. It was very 90s. It was so bad. It was like, oh no. No, he's encouraging her to go to a fat camp. Don't do that. That's a bad thing. Oh, you don't know. It's the bad ending. No. (laughs) No.
1: So what's what's it like watching B.B. Neil Patrick Harris and He's so tiny. Having, him th- having him type a blog on an old IBM?
0: <laughs> I don't even think it goes anywhere.
2: I think he just saves Seeing it locally. Seeing him kiss girls is weird. <laughs> well, well he had technically he first. hadn't found
1: himself yet.
0: No, no, he hadn't. He's too young. He's just doing what they tell him to do. <laughs>
2: Oh, no, he knew he was gay at that point. Oh,
1: I didn't know. I I didn't watch Juggie Hauser when I was oh, younger. Oh, that's what
0: you're talking about.
2: Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris is gay. I had no idea. Okay. Really? Yeah. He's been married for as long as marriage I'm so sorry
0: legal. I don't pay attention to Neil Patrick Harris's okay, love life. Okay, <laughs> fine. I apologize. That's my I am going to say,
2: that that's
1: why he's having him as a poonhound in uh, Harold and Kumar was so
0: jarring. Didn't see Harold and Kumar... You
1: should. It's a that,
2: that's I why am. him being a player in um, How I Met Your Mother is funny.
0: Oh, I put an SSD in my PS4. How's that? Uh, fine. I don't think Final Fantasy XIV benefits much from it, but uh, no. it went all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of hoping to see some more benefits later. Otherwise, I'm going to take it back out and put it in my PC. Use it for PC gaming.
5: Yeah, I wondered if it made that big of a difference in a PS4 or not.
0: I, right now I'm just noticing that it's a little bit faster at starting up and I do appreciate that, but you know, big deal.
5: Yeah. I've I've heard some people use high those uh, you know, SSD uh eight hard drive hybrid drives in there and have had some yeah. success with that, kind of getting some of the benefit without yeah. spending. I
0: don't I, know how much I, those I really that. save I over hear SSDs that. anyway. Does it's it's staggered like you get some from that and you get some more from a full ssd and i wanted to go full ssd yeah um but i budgeted a little i went with the new generation quad cell stuff the QVO from some samsung because i don't need the perfect super duper fastest ssd for this um, anyway, doesn't matter. So that's all I got. Are we ready for news, Anna?
2: Yep.
0: Beep Oh, no, it's time for uh replies, isn't it?
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, we had a lot of
0: feedback. We
1: did why. have
2: so we, much wait, feedback.
0: Let me do this. Let me do this. Thank
2: you, <ascarlos> everybody. Anna,
0: let me do this. You've got mail. Pattern <laughs> <laughs> baldness. <Connectors> <laughs> You've got mail. Pattern baldness.
1: I, I can't oh. claim that. That was MST3K.
0: That's pretty good. All right, Anna. What's who's writing? Um, hang what on, was our question? Is there a series you wouldn't recommend people starting at the first game?
2: Yes. Ah, ha, 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 ha. All right. So, um, Budai wrote in and said, "So I, um, I actually had someone who sent me privately a video, and Chris ended up finding the exact same video. So that was kind of funny." Um, And it was a guy who was arguing whether you should or shouldn't start at the beginning of the Trails series, the trail series.
0: What's the uh, uh, Josh? What do you think? Start at trails one or start at Cold Steel? Uh,
5: If you can handle it, I say start with trails, uh, trails in the sky.
0: What about you, Kelly?
1: I, I say go hardcore. Do the Legend of Heroes ones on the oh, PSP,
2: geez. and do you oh, see oh,
3: yeah. you're terrible, Kelly.
0: You're terrible. Oh, Kelly. That's oh. terrible,
2: Kelly. Well, oh. Why don't you love people? Why don't you love yourself? <laughs>
0: uh, she loves her couch. That's all the love she has. Uh, and my husband and oh, okay. my cats. All right. Let's all right. be fair. All right. As long as they're on the couch. No.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't Kelly put got words in couch. my mouth, right. though. I, I do love my new couch. I forgot to mention that. She got a new couch. Yeah, she got it our couch. It looks the same as the old couch. It's our couch. It looks, it looks the same as the <laughs> old couch and your couch and a bunch of Facebook people's couch. I guess, I guess I'm guess i finding couch, out about myself apparently. that I'm basic as hell.
0: I think gamers just like brown reclining couches is what we've learned.
1: Yeah. So Because leather couches suck.
0: Yeah, all right. Especially when you have pets. Um, okay, so what are we talking about?
2: Oh wait, 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 wait. Feedback.
0: Anna, do you think you should start at Trails in the Sky first game?
2: Um, I started at Cold Steel because I didn't like Trails in the Sky.
0: And you're totally okay with that? I'm totally okay with that. You're not feeling like you miss anything?
2: Yeah, it's interesting. There, there's been an ongoing discussion about this in the Nisa Discord, and so some people are like, yeah, you can totally start with Cold Steel Three. And some people are like, no, play every single game because you have a thousand okay. hours to sink into this.
0: Starting at Cold Steel 3, I think, is a little weird, personally.
2: But What are you You're playing, playing a that's so loud.
0: loud? Oh, sorry, that's a uh, fidget spinner. I'm playing with the cat.
2: Okay, I was like, sorry. what? why is there, like, what, all what... of a sudden very loud applause?
0: <laughs> What'd you say, Kelly?
2: Um, yeah, starting
1: with, like, Cold Steel 2... You'll probably be a little bit lost given that it's like a direct continuation and Cold Steel One was a cliffhanger. What about Cold Steel three though? I I don't know because I don't know how Cold Steel Two ended yet.
0: Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) Apparently apparently there's canonical plot in the new game plus of Cold Steel Two. So you're close you're supposed to play it twice. Huh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no. That was part uh, of that video, Anna. Oh, I Oh no, that was a different video. You're right. But yeah, there's canonical plot details that you only get in New Game Plus scenes. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and they're going to assume there, you know them for three. There,
5: there's always little stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's probably both. not much. It's... You
0: could probably watch a two-minute video on YouTube and get caught up, right?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's it's both. Like, I, I, I think it's fine to jump in wherever you want to jump in, at least with Cold Steel. I mean, there's not really any barrier to just starting with Cold Steel 1 since they're all on PC and PS4 now. So,
2: yeah, and I mean the the problem that um, this guy he recommends um, playing the non-translated games, even though he acknowledges repeatedly that getting copies of them is extremely difficult or impossible.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah what are the crossbells? Yeah, the two yeah, the, the crossbell t- the games. Two crossbell yeah. games. They're part of the same story. So I don't know. Yeah, the, uh,
5: unfortunately they there starts being a lot more about crossbell in Cold Steel three and four.
2: Right. <laughs> at the same time, it was it's really interesting because um at anime expo, which I think might have yeah, it happened over the over the July fourth weekend, so we didn't talk about our last podcast. So Falcom has always been very anti porting, very anti updating.
5: Oh, no, they, they do that. They come they come back with their
2: games. So, yes and no. Normally, they let other companies handle it.
5: True, yes. They, they have been very... Uh, at least recently, they've kind of been saying that they weren't going to do any more inter- ports internally themselves anymore.
2: Right. They say it takes too much time and too much money. Yeah. And so, they've actually had that stance for, like, three or four years at this point. Yeah. Um, and then... All of a sudden Kondo comes back during anime expo and says, Hey, we acknowledge that um the trail series is now super popular in the US. And so we are definitely having conversations about how we might possibly bring forward some of the titles that didn't make it here. Right. So but it was like yeah. Whoa, That that's like a complete departure from yeah. everything that he said up until now. It's because
0: they've well, I mean, been it's talking to admit- U.S. publishers and they've figured out the financials are in their favor now, so of course they're going to think about it. They're not Well, you don't cement yourselves into old decisions. You reconsider things all the time as a business.
2: Um, oh. I'm going to d- agree to disagree on that when it comes to Japanese uh, game developers. They They tend to stick to their guns.
0: Well, you can't say that when they originally were porting and decided not to. That was a change they chose to make. So why can't they change
2: back? Okay. I don't, I don't have enough of in this conversation to carry the way. Uh, if they come out, I'll play them. If they don't, I don't care. All right. So, yeah. Um, right. <laughs> getting back into the feedback.
0: We, <laughs> <about>? <laughs> we were talking about what we series still people recommended first... not to play. And the first letter was from Budai and he said Persona 1. Don't play
2: that. (laughs) Ooh no! Yeah, I'm. I think I'm with him on that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. It's even though that was the first game I played.
2: The PSP remake
0: has really good music, but yeah,
2: it's kind of rough. It's definitely old school. I'm sorry, Kelly, I cut you off like three times. Go ahead.
1: No, I I like Persona One, but I like the PSP version. The uh the
0: what what is it? The The PlayStation uh... version. It's yeah, fun. the PlayStation
1: yeah. version is a turd. Yeah, right.
0: yeah. Same with PS Persona Two.
1: Persona Two is not bad. Even but okay. and
0: it's two to... parts, right? So yeah, right. Yeah. That's Switch. the barrier to entry with that one. Is that you got to play the first part on the PSP and the second part on the PlayStation? On the well, PlayStation they, yeah. One. Yep.
1: Well. Is it? It, it's on the second part's on PSN, so that you can put them both um, on a Vita or
0: right. But it's PSP. it's your the first part is only translated in the PSP version, right? Yeah, so
1: it's the PlayStation a, you the go version, so you yeah. go
0: from a remake to um, the original for the second half. That's so a That's kind of rough, rough, right?
1: Yeah,
0: it's doable. It's doable. All right. Well, if it's good enough that it works, then that's good. It, and you kind of get the feel of like both ways and by doing that I guess
2: I guess you're not really just selling
0: me on whether the that's a good point you want to go not. you want to go old no. to new not no, yeah. new to
3: old yeah 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 this yeah. <laughs> is the way so it worked not out missing.
0: sorry
1: you're not missing much if you just go straight to like Persona 4 or 5
0: no start at 3 3's really 3's got the best story out of yeah. them I'm gonna stick with that and then you get the the option of doing the answer if you really want to challenge and so much plot <laughs> Plop. Or at least, I don't know if it's that much plot But it's like, actually more plot But Alright, what did Gamer Esquire say, Anna?
2: Uh, Gamer Esquire says um, The Fire Emblem series is one where I recommend against starting with the first game In this case, yeah. the first game was Japanese exclusive for many years Even when Shadow Dragon introduced a remake of the first game for the Nintendo DS I don't really recommend it as a solid entry point That's true Shadow Dragon. Shadow really Dragon not that great hard. Oh. It's so, so hard. hard. Oh. So are there means...
4: any like JRPG series which started 20, 25 years ago that are still worth going back to like the first game of
2: Dragon Quest? I mean Dragon... I'm trying to think. I mean and Dragon I don't think Quest and Final
0: Fantasy that. I would say have benefits to going back to because they're simple I mean... and, and enjoyable in their gameplay loops, I would think. But
1: do do remakes count? Yeah, because I love the PSP version of Final Fantasy one.
0: I would say, yeah, that's okay. I would say do that. I mean, maybe Chrono
4: Trigger, but it's like a two game series that.
0: (sighs) No, forget the second game. It's a one game series. Chrono Cross is better. It's it's a one game series. (laughs) <laughs> There's only one game, Anna.
1: You've, you've Chrono Cross is fine. You've you stepped is, in it, Nathan. It's just
0: not a sequel. It's its own game in its own universe. They didn't do that to all my favorite characters. I don't
3: want to believe it. I'm going to Oh
2: my god, so while Chris goes and cries all for right, a little quick, bit. right, let's get through this. Gamer Esquire also says, no! "I would respectfully disagree." No! No! that one should skip Bravely Default and go straight to Bravely Second. Both games are terrific in my opinion, but Bravely Second always felt more like an expansive DLC for the original game as opposed to a standalone.
1: I have a hard disagree on that.
2: Me too. All right. Um, Baldacade writes in and says, Street Fighter. But who even played the first one anyways? Right. Is that a fighting game? <laughs> yes, Anna. Okay. I was like, I don't recognize what game that is.
1: Um, it has the guile's theme which goes with everything. Do did do do, 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 you...
2: do, do, do do Okay. That's
1: how you know it. Alright.
2: Thank you, Kelly. Yes. Um Strawberry Eggs. I certainly wouldn't recommend tales of Fantasia, particularly the GBA version. It can be rough in spots even without the odd slowdown in that game. I've barely played any of the Tales games outside of Symphonia and its direct sequel, Um, so TOS seems like a good place to start. Um, Crow writes in and says, uh, My first thought echoed Chris's. There's hardly any series where I would recommend someone starting with the first game, particularly for anything that's been around for more than one or two console generations. All the big JRPGs, Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, Tales, Legend of Heroes, Persona, Megami Tensei, have refined themselves beyond recognition, well, except Dragon Quest, over the years. Not to say the first entries aren't necessarily decent. I can still happily run through Final Fantasy 1, but each has a far superior starting point down the line. I almost think the exceptions are more interesting. Fantasy Star One stands up brilliantly for an 80s RPG and I have a soft spot for Ease One with its weird bump combat but great music and brilliant boss battles.
4: I I'm going to agree with him.
2: Mhm.
4: Like I love Dragon Quest but I'm not going back to anything before 8. I mean let's just be honest. Oh
1: and to be fair the first Dragon Quest you can finish in like a couple of hours if you know what you're doing.
4: Right? I mean yeah you can do it with the first Fallout too. That's another one. I wouldn't go back to Fallout
1: 1. No, I've tried many times, and I don't get that series at all.
4: I mean, if you have to play one Fallout game <clears throat> of the old school, it's Shouldn't obviously Can you play two. New Vegas? Uh, I'm going to say maybe, depending on your tolerance for bugs and putting up with other crap, if they release a really, really, really good definitive we-fixed-a-lot-of-things version someday, maybe.
1: Hmm. And Fantasy Star is also interesting because that series does tie into each other. It's not just
2: um sequels in a vacuum like Final Fantasy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know a ton a lot about I don't know a ton about Fantasy star I finally played Fantasy Star in like the Sega Ages remake,
1: yeah, um. Two is a direct sequel. I mean, obviously, it's a direct sequel, but like it takes place after the events of one. And then three is kind of a side story, but it still relates to the overall story. And then four is a direct sequel to two. Huh. But I think it takes place several thousand years later or something like that. Today, I learned.
3: Yeah. yeah.
4: Like, I remember playing four on the Genesis and. They were referencing stuff that I had no mm-hmm. clue about, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, apparently this cyborg was doing something back in the past, so that's cool, I guess.
1: Yeah, and characters show up uh, together, or characters from the previous games show up, so. Yeah.
2: Nifty. Yeah. So is Fantasy Star a series we would recommend starting from the beginning? Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: especially now that the first one is completely accessible and a lot easier to get into yes. with the Aegis version. And then you can pick up the other three on the Sega Genesis
2: collection on the same system. Sweet. All right. So, we had even more feedback. Um Feather Hope says, wouldn't recommend starting at the beginning of Borderlands. While the original Borderlands was fun in its day and in its own right when Borderlands 2 hit the scene, it had made so many changes and improvements to mechanics, UIs, and storytelling that as much as I love that series, and even the original, I cannot recommend the original when its sequels is just leagues better.
4: Nah, I disagree. Why? Oh, just... I mean, Borderlands 1 has a lot of issues, like not having any story, kind of a kind of a problem, but Borderlands two grows really tedious on me because at the rate at which your gear turns over Borderlands one, you can find a level 15 gun and it'll still be holding you for a while. Borderlands two, that stuff turns over within like four levels. And I don't know. I just, I I recently played the goatee of Borderlands one and enjoyed it quite a bit more than Borderlands two in retrospect.
2: Yeah. But again, having
4: a mini map helped
2: if it's a shoot and loot. Don't you want your equipment turning over quickly?
4: Yeah, but the loot doesn't drop as fast as it turns over in Borderlands 2 a lot Uh, of the time. Ah, okay. So sometimes it's nice to have a fallback weapon, and then, you know, you might be level 20 with a 15 gun. That's cool. By level 25, it's starting to wear out. It's welcome. And you have upgrades you can get, but it's not the end of the world if you don't get that drop.
2: Gotcha. All right. Um, Victor writes in and agrees definitely the Persona series, which effectively starts with Persona 3. Persona 1, Persona 2 Innocent Sin, and Persona 2 Eternal Punishment are all dungeon crawlers made by a different set of developers. While the early Persona games are presumably canon, their characters and story events are almost never referenced in the later games. That's true. Um, The Earthbound Mother series. Mother 1 is an extremely primitive, unbalanced game, and only those who love Earthbound and Mother 3 so much that they want to see its rough woods predecessor are likely to enjoy it. Yeah, I heard that didn't sell super well. Earthbound Zero? Yeah. Well, um,
1: t- technically, Earthbound didn't sell very
2: well either.
5: Well, well the Wii U didn't sell well, so... <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> all
2: right, well, wait, didn't it eventually get put on the 3DS, or was that Earthbound? Yeah. No, is it, that on
1: the 3DS. I think Earthbound is on the yeah Earthbound is on the new 3DS. No, I mean
2: Earthbound, Earthbound. Zero.
1: Oh, I don't know.
2: Someone write in and let us know.
1: Also, right. here, here's an interesting idea for next week's question of the week. Kind of along these lines, which direct sequel did the worst to the characters from the previous game?
2: Ooh, can you write that down? Mm. Yes, I All can. Right. Um, Victor continues to say "Um, the Dragon Quest series might also qualify since its early games are so rudimentary. At least Dragon Quest 1 has the virtue of being short. (laughs) I think we're all on the same page for that one. Anyone who delves into the early DQ games should do themselves a favor and play the remakes, not the NES originals, since remakes tend to have quality of life improvements. Alright. So if you want to give us feedback there's lots of ways to do so. Um one you can email us, it's podcast at rpgamer.com. You can call or text us at six zero eight seven two nine four zero nine eight. You can come join us live every week at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Um and we record at noon eastern nine a.m. Pacific. And of course you can do like all of our other people, like Featherhoof and Victar and Strawberry Eggs and Batacold and Gamer Esquire and Budai and go. www.rpgamer.com. com Find the latest podcast thread, slap down a comment there. So, thanks everybody for your feedback. It's always nice to have lots of feedback. Now it's news time. Someone beep, 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 beep. Chris was supposed to do the news. I don't have any of the news stories open. Uh oh. Where's Chris? He <laughs> had to go for a little bit. Okay.
4: He's composing himself after the chrono trigger thing.
2: No, no, it's he had a work thing. <laughs> um (laughs) children of morta have a signature edition coming um so the collector's edition contains a region-free copy of the switch game a pocket art book a set of six enamel pins to represent the unique comics combat styles of each member of the game a certificate depicting the family in a dinner scene and an art card so, um, Children of Morta, we've talked about this on the podcast before. This is like a roguelike... Roguelike... roguelike <laughs> you went into bleh,
5: southern
2: mode there. <laughs> um, it's a roguelike action RPG where you play as the Bergson family, and that's you You guard the Mount Morta, and so you're the Children of Morta. Um, the Collector's Edition of both um, Switch and PS4... Run for um, $50, or you can get um, the game on Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PC digitally. Um, For pre right now. I forget what the release date is. Hang on, let me go to the Steam page. September. (laughs) All right. Um, Transistor. Another um, game from Supergiant is going to have a limited run games per yep. um So it's available now. It started July 5th, 2019, and it will run for two weeks. Um, physical copies are available for both PS4 and Nintendo Switch. Um, so you get rate... until next
5: Friday to get them in.
2: Yep. So this was the second game that they put out. Originally came out on the PS4 and PC in 2014. Um it follows a girl called Red. Her voice has been stolen, and her boyfriend is missing. And she has a very weird talking sword. And so you are tasked with unraveling what the hilly is going on. A, um, a
5: tiny group of people was very upset about the next story.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. So a couple of podcasts ago... um, Aqua Plus announced that they were going to. An, it was an announcement of an announcement. They announced that they were going to reveal a new Utawaru Mono,
5: Mono? Uta-
2: Utaware-Rumono title. Underwater yeah. Um And uh, surprise, this is uh, Utawaru Mono Lost Flag, an iOS and Android game coming to Japan later this year.
5: Yep, it's gone free to play. Yeah, it's <laughs> a
2: game. This made this this made Alex cry, didn't it?
5: Oh. <laughs> it it was certainly disappointing. Not he not likes unsurprising, this but oh yeah, like I I played the first game. I thought it was really good. I still need to get around to playing the uh, second half of it on Vita.
2: Yep, so I, I need to play play them. Need to. They're in my pile of shame. So, Lost Flag is, stars Akuta and Minagi. Um, Minagi is a princess bound by an unknown fate. She meets Akuta, a young man wearing a mask who has lost his memories, and says, Fight against your fate. Um, characters from previous games, Kuon, Rulutia, Benoi, and Eru um, from previous games, are going to be showing back up. So, we'll have more details as we go along. All right. Um, So if you have been following Shenmue 3's Kickstarter, um, they announced that they Uh, are going to be Epic Game Store exclusive.
5: The the problem being that they uh, had already uh, promised people Steam keys for the game (laughs) to some of their Kickstarter
2: backers. So um, if you don't want um, an Epic Game Store key, you... Can and you backed for the PC version, you can either switch to a PS4 copy or get your money back. Yeah. Um. And so the thing that really confuses me about this is the PC physical version of this game isn't the game.
5: No, that's that's normal. It's the Most Epic those, Game
2: Store installer.
5: That that is normal these days with PC games. that okay. You you can buy the physical. Um. Well, I mean, there aren't very many physical PC games, but you get a box and it just has a code in it. Okay. There's yeah. no disc. I that, think that's...
2: Fallout 4
4: did something similar back in the day where it just had like the Steam installer on a disc, which. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Why? I yeah. think
5: the last physical game I got that PC game that actually had a disc in it was like XCOM 2 and it did actually have a disc in there, but it still had like a 20 gigabyte download of patches and updates.
2: Yeah, the last time I bought a physical PC game was, I think, Wrath of the Lich King. I think Overwatch for me. And I only
1: bought the physical version because GameStop had the little Winston figurine.
2: (laughs) So, yeah. If if you don't want to wait for a Steam game, you can either get an Epic Games Store copy, a PS4 copy, or get your money back. So, if you're... If you backed Shenmue 3, write in and tell us what you ended up doing. Because I'm curious what choices people are making. Um, Langrisser 1 and 2 got announced. Yeah. So Nisa kind of came out of nowhere. And um, during uh, Anime Expo announced that they will be releasing Langrisser 1 and 2 in North America and Europe in 2020. Um, So they're bringing uh, these two games... To PC via Steam, PS Four, and Nintendo Switch. If you're interested in the eighty dollars limited edition, um, you get the game for either PS Four, Switch, an art book, two disc original soundtrack, um, three disc Songs of War soundtrack, uh, collector's box, and art cards. I'm kind of looking I, uh... forward
5: to this because yeah, I've, I've I... heard I've heard good things about Longrisser, the original anyway, not not the recent ones
1: i i wish jonathan was on because um he's the longer he's fan fiend and i'm curious what he thinks about this i might check these out just because it's a series that's been very under my radar
5: yeah yeah i know he's a real big fan of them that that's part of the that's how they're on my radar is yeah i'm talking about them on backtracks
2: Mm -hmm. all right So, next story. Um, Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town is coming to the Nintendo Switch. You want me to do this one, Anna? No. Okay. Um, So, yeah. um, An an article from Famitsu leaked showing off um, Bokujo Morogatari Return to Mineral Town. um, And then within like 48 hours of that, um, XSeed confirmed that the game will be coming to North America and Europe as Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town... Um, it's a remake of a remake of a remake. Uh, that well, was, what's,
0: what's the direct remake it's a remake of?
2: Uh, the Game Boy Advance, um, Friends of Mineral Town, and More Friends of Mineral so Town. So it's not a sequel? It's supposed no. to be a remake? it is straight-up remake. Okay. Well, it has different was, graphics. Hmm. Was Friends of Mineral Town basically
1: a
0: GBA version of Back to Nature?
2: Um, yes, and Back to oh. Nature is a quasi-remake of Harvest Moon 64. Which
0: is okay. a remake of Harvest Moon. No. No? Oh, no. Okay. It's a sequel. Okay. <laughs> I can't keep them straight.
2: Yeah. But Harvest Moon 64, Back to Nature, Friends of Mineral Town, More Friends of Mineral Town are all essentially the same game. Whoa, oh, that okay. llama
0: has a big hairdo.
2: Mm-hmm. The, the Elvis poof. Yeah. Yeah. They've... Friends of Mineral Town was the one I probably put the most hours into. Yeah. I'm, I'm just surprised because Marvelous has been extremely anti-remake. So this kind of feels like it came out of left field.
0: Is there a capybara in this? Yes, there is.
2: Yeah, it's it has all of the animals that were why is, in. Why do the cows um, trio have of Towns. The
0: cows have bells on their tails. Uh
2: huh. Why? Um, so you can
0: find them. And and there's three cats and a penguin. Oh, this is a weird game. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's like they kind of mashed together. Friends of Mineral Town with the extra stuff from Trio of Towns. It's got
0: mining and horse racing and fishing and dwarves. Okay.
2: Yeah, that was in the original. Or sprites, I guess. All of that. Yeah, sprites. No, they can't be called harvest sprites anymore. Oh. I and forget what the new name for them is.
3: They
0: shouldn't be able to call it Friends of Mineral Town either, but, you know. Whatever. Let's not get into that. <laughs>
3: oh, boy.
2: We'll see if it maintains that title. That's yeah. all. Yeah. All right. Um, fire emblem three houses um, expansion pack has been announced
5: so so is it like 80 or 80 or 100 bucks of DLC this time Anna <laughs> no um, slightly more restrained this time isn't it yeah. trying to provoke somebody I think
2: yeah so it's like thirty dollars of DLC wait hold on
0: both the game and a bundle containing the Game plus the pass can be purchased for either fifty nine ninety nine or eighty four ninety nine second. Yes, so fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, so fifty
2: nine ninety nine for the game, and twenty five dollars for the expansion. Twenty four ninety nine for the expansion pass. Yeah, okay. So what do you get? All right, so four waves of DLC have been announced. Um, first wave is um, officer academy outfits. Second wave of DLC has new battle maps, new in-game support items, and more. Um, wave three is an additional quests and costumes, along with a free update for all players. And then wave four has new story content, new playable characters, new locations, and more. And that also contains uh, that that fourth wave will also have some form of free content for all players.
5: But but that fourth wave isn't coming for like nine months. Yeah. It's and next so, April.
2: Well, no. So <laughs> so it's like Nino they, they have They have deadlines. So wave one is coming July 26th. So same day that the game is out. Yeah. Wave two is um, dated before October thir- 31st, 2019. So within the next three months. Wave three is slated to come before December 31st, 2019. And then Wave 4 is slated to come before April 30th, 2020. So that doesn't mean it'll come out at the end of April. It'll come out no later than the end of April. It could come out any between January and April. Just depends on how development goes.
5: Yeah, that's still a long time to be waiting for story content. Sure,
2: but remember, people play these games for, like, forever.
4: Yeah.
5: True Not enough. everybody True is enough. me.
2: Most people don't play games like me. Most people don't play 50 games a year. Most people play yeah. two or three games a year.
5: I don't know. You, usually for me, like if it's a game that I'm really excited enough to play, you know, to want DLC for, like I'm going to play through the game and then I might do the DLC right then. If it's a game that I'm kind of putting off and not as interested in and might pick it up three or six months down the road, I'm probably not as interested enough to pick up DLC for it. So it's always like a, a weird fit when they have this like, story dlc nine months after the fact Mm
2: -hmm. it's
5: like usually i've moved on
2: yeah i mean and this is the dilemma that we have with the Nino kuni dlc it's been so long since we finished the game i'm not interested in the dlc
3: yeah
2: at the same time if i play the game at the end of july and i beat it within a month i'm then going to be able to do a second playthrough when say wave three comes out in december and then I can play it the third time when the fourth DLC oh comes my gosh, out in April. You're
0: already scheduling your replays. Yeah, because <laughs> it makes sense to
2: do them around when the next, when the DLCs come out. But
0: you won't replay Trails of Cold Steel too.
2: Uh, I was actually thinking about playing them on PS4 so that you could watch me play them.
0: And you won't get the fin- the actual ending of Dragon Quest Eight.
2: No, I'm I'm done with that okay. game. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. Um, ah! <laughs> are you gonna offer to read this one too, even though I'm fine?
0: Um, I don't know what's this one.
2: Way Forward has announced oh, the release uh, date for River City Girls. Oh. so this is coming out September fifth, twenty nineteen. Conflict
0: of interest.
2: Yeah, I know. All right. Um, it's coming is, out. Wait, for... is
0: uh, Natsume publishing this? No. Okay, so then it has nothing to do with you. We were supposed to. Oh, this is mm. that one. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Uh, twenty nine ninety nine for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. If you're looking for a physical edition, uh, fear not, limited run games will be releasing PS4 and Switch versions. Um, and so this is like a, a gender-flipped River City um, where or you where play... Where the guys
0: get kidnapped!
2: Correct.
5: <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, yes, normally
2: is. you play River City as Kunio and Ricky, and each of them have a girlfriend, Kyoko and Misako. So, for this one, you play as Kyoko and Misako, and yeah, the guys are kidnapped.
0: That's awesome,
2: <laughs> but yeah, just like um all of the other Kunio kun games, um you know it's that side scrolling brawler and you have combos and counters and throws and special moves and food and what gear has a cat? yes <laughs> i like I like um Kyoko's bat, cause, uh she she's like painted some stuff in it cat sticks its tongue out at her me. <clears throat> All right. Um, Spike Chunsoft has announced Conception Plus. Congratulations. Not again. On your new (laughs) Aliva.
0: Is this a third game? A second game? What is this?
2: No. So this is um, Conception 2.5.
0: Oh, my gosh.
2: So this is a um, upscaled. No. Sorry. Um, This is Conception 1.5.
0: Oh, are you gonna play this? I don't.
2: Do we have know. to listen
0: to this again? Dee, dee, it's just PS4 dee, 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 and Steam. You're dee, dee, not gonna play it. You don't play PS4 games.
2: Yeah, I, I'm. I wish it was Switch. Um. So yeah. So this is Conception 1.5. So we didn't get Conception One. We did oh. get the Conception Two. up make.
0: Oh, you're definitely yeah. playing this then.
2: So yeah, Conception One, Conception Two were both PSP games. And then Conception Two got an upmake on the Vita. Conception Two: Childrens of the and Seven 3DS. Stars and three DS, and that one came out in North America. So and this that one, is the
5: Headmaster creeped me out, and I quit playing the demo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, Conception Plus: Maidens of the Twelve Stars is coming out this November on PC and PS Four. See, on it's like the Zodiac. November fifth, twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, twelve is a good number in Japan. So seven, anyways. If you're thinking about getting a collector's edition, it's ninety nine ninety nine. Has uh, the game on PS four, a collector's box, an art book, two disc soundtrack, art cards, and a beach towel. Oh boy! With uh, scantily clad girlies. Hey, buy two of them. You can sew them together and get a love pillow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh boy!
2: Um, we also have a new
5: life hack. trailer
2: for um, the action RPG Crystar. Um, that is coming out on PS4, um, August 27th, PC August 27th, and in Europe on PS4 on August 30th. Um, and then they also mentioned that they will be doing um, the Robotics El- Notes Elite visual novel from Mages.
5: That's the same people who did uh, Steins Gate uh,
2: and Chaos Child. You know, yeah. because it's got a semicolon in the middle of the name.
5: <laughs> and oh. that transitions to your next story. Yes, remind me,
2: um, on, when we get to what we're going to be playing next week, I have a question for you, Josh. Uh-oh, okay. Uh, speaking of semicolon games. All right, Death End Request 2 um, was announced.
0: Oh, wait, is this actually by the same company as does the other semicolon games?
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Mages and Compile Heart. Mages is like a substructure of Compile Heart. They're definitely associated together. But Mages does visual novels and they all have a semicolon in the middle of the name. Death End Request is not a visual novel, but it does have a semicolon in the middle of its name.
0: Did we even get the first one?
2: Death End Request? Oh yeah, totally. Did yeah. you play it? Why? Um. Scary.
0: Oh, okay. So this isn't the one with the clones, right?
2: No, that's a no, that's Psyche like zero. Got yeah. it. Yeah, Death and Request is kind of a visual novel. It's like an RPG with visual novel aspects and horror. <laughs> and and it's, it's
0: scary, scary, it's scary, it's for
2: scary, Anna. kind of scary. Well, and I don't think it ever came out on a system that I wanted to play it on. I think it's just PS4 and, and PC, Steam. right?
5: Yeah. Sounds right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is the whole thing where um, you are stuck inside of a video game and there's only a 1% chance of getting the true ending and that's what you need to get everybody out of the game. So, we don't know a ton about the second game, um, we know it's set in a different place, so it's set in Europe as opposed to being in Japan inside of a dev studio, and it's um, it's a boarding school where some of the girls start to go missing. So yeah, that's that's really all we know so far. Um, I didn't open all, any more stories yet. Give
5: me a second. Uh, the next one's Code Vein, which oh, has boy. released. I'm yeah, so excited.
0: <laughs> Isn't this the one you played at like two uh. different E3s? And, no, I just and played it at one, and off? Pascal played it to the next one, and he was like, yep, didn't feel any better this time. <laughs> <laughs> this was the one where you kept falling off the cliff yes. or whatever? Yes.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they released an opening cinematic for it, so you can't see any of the
0: gameplay. It's just uh. an animated... Uh cinematic but it's anime dark souls and it'll either be really awful or it's gonna end up being good because they'll pull it all together in the final development months i don't know well, how it's gonna turn out and when they, is this thing
2: out it's coming on september 27th for pc ps4 and xbox one and they announced a collector's edition so for a hundred dollars you either get the game on ps4 or xbox one no a metal case a digital soundtrack and art book downloads no. and a figurine Okay,
3: the
0: figurine's kind of cool, but no. I'm digital not soundtrack
2: $100. and digital art book
0: <laughs> for hundred. For hundred, yeah, that's what you get nowadays, especially when you get a figure.
2: Um, eh,
0: it's only Nisa 100. does $40 real art for, books
2: and uh, real.
0: Yeah,
2: unfortunately, but not for that's only
0: a forty dollar upcharge, though. Yeah, not with a figure like that in there. That's a hundred and thirty to a hundred and fifty. Okay. Unfortunately, that really that's the common. wave of the Go future. I,
2: I know how much this stuff costs.
0: How much does that figure cost then?
2: I I don't want to say exactly because I've never priced out one exactly like that.
0: Okay, give me a range.
4: 15 no. to 20 bucks.
2: No, way cheaper.
4: Really?
0: Why? Oh, wow. Wow. But isn't there like a minimum order?
2: And yeah, stuff? but I mean, you think they're not going to hit their minimum order?
0: Uh, for code vein? Uh, and the more that they order, smart, the cheaper yeah. things
2: get. The yeah. the biggest expense for something like that is the mold.
0: Right. I figure that's expensive. Yeah.
2: Mm, depends okay. who you go through if that was made by multiverse they're 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 actually pretty good at keeping things affordable
0: i guess if you could do stuff through 3d printing now then that wouldn't be so bad you yep. give them the models and they can make a mold out of that maybe
2: yeah ninja 3d printed like a, a spigot for his water spout this week
0: yeah that's cool
2: It's like, hmm, I could go to the store and spend 20 euros on it, or I can spend 15 cents of my 3D printer time.
4: (laughs) Um, Little off topic, but they had uh, Soul Calibur Six Collector's Edition at Amazon for 50 bucks. What? you You got the game, a steelbook, a hardcover art book, a soundtrack, which was actually on a disc in the steelbook, and a figurine, if I remember correctly.
2: Now, that wasn't the original price.
4: No, that was, the original price was like 150 and that was a big fat no, but yeah. 50
2: bucks, Yeah, why yeah. not? So, All right, um, more news out of Anime Expo. Um, Bandai Namco announced that they are releasing Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Complete Edition for PC and Nintendo Switch. So this is the first game? It's the two games that came out on PS4. Oh, it's both of them. Yeah, yeah so right. it's Cyber Sleuth and Cyber Sleuth Hacker Memories. So it's um, a pretty, I think,
0: pretty decent deal.
2: Yeah, I think both of them might have also come on the Vita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm reading the rest of the story. So both of them came out on PS4 and Vita. Yeah.
0: You have at least one of them on Vita.
2: Yeah, because I think you bought it when it went down to like eight bucks at one and point. You were going to play it. Yeah. You that were didn't so end up excited. Up I know. And then guess what? No. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> all right.
0: It's so hard for you to finish games after all. Uh, <laughs> Dragon's Dogma online is shutting down.
2: Yeah. December? yeah. So this was the game that came out for PS3 and PC. It never came it out did? in English though.
4: <laughs> I don't even remember. I guess it's after. not coming to it, the West. After yeah, no. All.
2: It <laughs> came out in 2015. Yeah. And it was free yeah. to play? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's okay. set in the same world, but isn't connected to any of the dra- other Dragon Dogmas so games. So I can just
0: go and play Dark Arisen still and have a good time? Mm, uh,
2: yeah. Yes. I was going to say, if you want to download uh, Dragon no. Dogmas online, you can't anymore. No, they I'm stopped good. offering downloads for it last I'm week. i good. Um,
0: Pokemon got a Corgi.
2: Yeah. So um, yes. think, Pokemon Sword and Shield.
0: It's kind of scary.
2: Um, <laughs> Put out um new media for new characters new pokemon one
0: is then, literally a dessert i wish to eat
2: <laughs> and then um gigantamaxing G- gig gigantamaxing? gigantamaxing okay and so there's dynamaxing there's right we didn't use galleries for this what the heck on, and people. then there's also gigantamaxing i don't know what Why the difference use is a gallery
1: i don't know either
2: so, Dynamaxing makes Pokemon get big, and Gigantamaxing um, changes the Pokemon's appearance and provides additional moves called G-Max moves. Um, so, only specific Pokemon have um, Gigantamaxing. So, it's like
0: Mega Evolutions plus Z moves yeah, plus kind Dynamaxing. Of. Yeah. Just put it all together and get a strawberry shortcake.
2: Yep. Um, so Damper. Yamper, also, ability,
0: ball fetch. Yes! <laughs> it's ability is ball <laughs> fetch.
2: Um, yeah, so one of the things that they announced this week is that depending on which version of the game that you play, you'll actually get different um, gym leaders. And not only are the gym leaders different, but the types of Pokemon that they have are different. So if you play um, Shield... You will face a gym leader called Alistair, and he's a ghost type specialist. And if you're playing Sword, you will face off against B, and she's a fighting Pokemon gym leader. Um, they also started to announce which Pokemon are version exclusive, including Dino, Jengmo'o, Larvitar, and Gumi. So, you have four months left before you can play this game on November 5th, 2019. Have, have you guys been following um, the, the short drama? The shortcake
0: turns into a giant cake. It's a wedding cake now. Sorry, I got hungry. So, go
2: ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, And then, kind of out of nowhere, on the Nintendo, Nintendo announced the Switch Lite.
5: Well, it went totally out of nowhere. There have been leaks about it.
2: Right. But, but I mean, this wasn't, like, at any event. It wasn't in Nintendo no. Direct. It was just, like, have a press release and some pictures. But, but, guys, guys, why do we need this?
0: We don't. We do. We do. We do I don't need no, it, and Nintendo I want does. it anyway. No, no. no, no. I, mean, no, I no. decided
4: to show up today specifically to crap on this thing. Okay. Take, it is 10% down smaller the pants, than the normal the one. All right. and, 10%. Like, yeah. 10%. If you that look at That might feel well, like roughly. a lot. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's roughly, just based on the measurements they gave. And Basically,
2: if you take a Joy-Con off of your current Switch, that's right. how big the Switch light is.
4: Like, I don't consider the Switch that much of a handheld console. I can't put it in my no. pocket. I can't take it with me casually anywhere. No, that that's but, that's been the problem with the Switch. It's, it's a, kind of an awkward size. It's not well, small it's enough a to be it's a portable console, right? So, like, if I was going like if I was going to visit my family in Wisconsin, fine. I just, it takes up no space. It's easy to take somewhere and play. But if I'm yeah, actually... Yeah, but you're not like, sticking it in your pocket. You gotta have no, a case no, I'm for not. that thing. Yes. Garrick, yes. yes, Or
2: you put it in a backpack.
4: Yeah, yeah, Um oh, And God. I don't think this <laughs> actually now. alleviates that. No. And call well, me paranoid, but I like the idea that if I, like, lose or break one of my Joy-Cons, I can just buy more. Having to rely on the built-in controls on any portable system just i don't like it 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 wigs me out
1: i can tell you exactly why this exists it's because there's a mainline pokemon game coming out and they always release a cheaper version of whatever system that they have to accommodate a mainline pokemon game
4: now if you don't have a switch and you you've been on the fence and you're like eh, 300 dollars is a bit much fine 200 bucks that's another story entirely another metric but if you already have a switch i can't Oh, no, just, this is not no. for
2: people that already have no. Switches. This is for your eight-year-old that really wants to play the new Pokemon game.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: Because if uh-huh. the Joy-Cons are attached, so it means you, doesn't, you don't lose them. It doesn't have HD rumble or IR, so it's way lighter.
4: I can live without that.
2: Yeah. yeah. I just, I never it's also $200, which eight... is the price that yeah. parents want to pay for something.
5: I, mm-hmm. I never understood why you wanted rumble on a portable system. Like I'm sitting there staring at the screen and it's shaking. Like oh, I don't, I, I don't want that.
4: The first <laughs> thing I do with every controller in every game is just turn off the vibration. I, yeah, I don't I like it. I don't need it.
1: I hate the HD. I hate rumble on most controllers because now that
2: I'm older, it really hurts my hands. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I turn it down in most games. And, and problem, except for Golf Story. <laughs> yeah. And, <on laughs> and then the I Switch, disturbed
4: Chris's sleep. I just set the controller down and then something happens and then I hear blah, blah. It's my controller rattling across the table. So <laughs> I can't I can't be bothered to deal with that anymore. The
5: the only thing they took out in this that I'm bummed about is the the TV out. I mean, if yeah. it still had the TV, I don't really think the TV out component. I don't think there'd be any complaint about it, really. The That's stuff heavy. they took out.
4: I mean, I'd still say it's too it's big, not heavy. But, yeah. I mean, it,
5: I'm sure they're saving like space, you know, five bucks on the on the board by not putting it. Putting you know putting in the TV out to the USB C, but I mean it's still kind of like come on guys.
3: Yeah.
1: You know they could have easily put in probably put in like a mini HDMI and been been fine.
5: Yeah, they were just going
4: cheap. Yeah. I mean at this point you're you're kind of just like crapping. But on I the mean core. the whole point the is next. is
2: that this is not a TV console. True. And that if you want a TV console, cool. The original Switch is still there to serve that niche. <laughs>
5: It's just if you were a parent that w- that way you could still buy the it's them trying to make a difference so that you'll buy the $300 version. It's not really any reason I think that they couldn't have done it for 200 bucks with the TV out. It's that way like, okay, yeah, you can buy your kid the portable one, but they won't be able to play it on a TV. Yeah, and if they want the TV, it, you got to Have just you have you talked to
2: a parent that has to share their TV with a video game kid?
5: Yeah.
4: Not happy.
2: They don't <laughs> well, want to.
4: Well, you don't have to. It's just an option that's being taken. No, away. but if it's an
2: option, the kid's going to want to play on a TV. Why? Have none of you spent time with children? Yeah, no, they like I have to play with their, their shit four, in their room. There are three next nieces and a an nephew,
4: and here's what you do: you say, "No, I'm using the TV."
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say when when we, I was we, a kid, we got like, to get Jonathan on. <laughs> we
2: have to get when Jason a... on.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When I was a kid, when the parent wanted the TV, you were pretty much screwed. Yeah, you were yeah, done. Exactly. <laughs> Not mine.
4: Like that's you what, were lucky. That's... I was lucky if they gave me enough time to unhook the Sega Genesis and move to the other room before or, they started flipping or, you know, through channels. Yeah,
0: you're kind I, know, I need to agree with them. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, I, I think you're wrong here. Right.
2: I might be. Let's talk to Brandon. OK, we're, we're going to pull some people you're talking about
0: a family that actually imposes a time limit on their kids screen time. That's true. So but I they don't say.
2: But they don't say, hey, you're playing video games. Get off the TV. It's time for me to watch my show.
0: Well, they don't watch shows.
2: <laughs> OK, fine. <laughs> but yeah. No, let's let's talk to Jonathan when he gets on. All right.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. Um, if you're interested in getting a switch light. Um it's coming out at dollars one ninety nine ninety nine on September twentieth. No European pricing yet hmm. so it's one ninety nine in guess. the u s two forty nine or two seventy nine in Canada I forget which one um, September twentieth if you want the one that is um themed around uh Pokemon sword and Shield, so it's got um the two sword and shield mascots on the back. the front of it is red and blue on a gray console. Um, that one comes out November eighth, and Sword and Shield itself comes out November fifteenth. Cool,
1: cool. I'm really curious if they're going to do a Zelda one too because it comes out about the same
2: <sighs> time as. I might get no, no. Wait, I don't need one.
0: <laughs> Fill me in on this. What's coming Restraite. out?
2: Oh, sorry, um, Link's Awakening is coming oh, out in okay. that same region as well.
0: Yeah. Even more. The, um...
1: My husband will have the dilemma because he has every
2: um, special edition Zelda console or Zelda handheld. All right. Um, So this was an interesting story that I was kind of watching this week. Um, So there's like a big market for Pokemon TCG cards Mm -hmm. and the rare ones go for a lot of
4: money. Yeah, okay, I know where you're going.
2: So this guy sold off his trainer number three card. Um, which was only given away once in a 1999 tournament to the third place winner. So there's like one in existence. So he (laughs) sold it for $60,000. He sent it out via regular post with an insurance of $50,000, which is the highest you can do. And it never showed up at the middleman company or, So they claim. Someone at the company signed off for it. So this is kind of where we're at right now. What's Aramax? Aramax is a middleman delivery company. So Aramax delivers to countries that the USPS doesn't deliver to or won't deliver to with insurance. Hmm. The problem is, is because the because the package was signed for, he can't start an insurance claim for it because USPS says Aramax has it and Aramax says, no, we don't have it. So, sounds
5: like Aramax is the one that's in legal trouble there. If they sign yeah. for it. I agree.
0: Yeah, they, they signed for it. They got So it. they're on the hook. Yeah.
2: Yep. And I mean, the thing is, is it is possible that someone saw the high level of insurance on it and stole, and stole it. The problem is, is, as soon as they ripped it open, I think they would probably recognize very quickly that this is something you can't sell. No. No. Because there's literally one of them.
5: Yeah. So if you sell it, they're going to immediately know who you stole it. You also
2: can't take it out of the, the protector that it's in. Because... You can take it
0: out, but it'll break a seal. Right. And then people know you messed with it.
2: Right. Uh-huh. So it's it's kind of one of those weird things. So it's like, where the hell did the card go?
0: <laughs> well, is of he course. giving the money back?
3: Mm.
0: <sighs> well, no, he can't give the money back because he doesn't have the card anymore. Right. Yeah. And he can't claim the USPS insurance because...
2: USPS says Aramax yeah. has it.
0: And the, the person who bought the card said deliver it to Aramax. So, yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah. So This it's... thing
0: is, it's on Aramax to be litigated with.
2: Yep. So I'm curious mm-hmm. where this is going to go. So yeah. I thought it would be an interesting thing to discuss. Weird.
0: Right? I don't know. It, it seems like we're missing some of the story.
2: Well, what you think? That, that's as much as we have so far. Yeah. And I did condense it down a little bit. So there's a few articles floating around. Polygon did one. A few other sites did one. If few were like Polygon. Um, so yeah, check it out. Um, I think
4: they're offering like a $1,000 reward. They for, are. And it's actually
2: been yeah. up since then. I think it's actually 1500 okay. now. So we have lots of editorial content in the last couple of weeks. We got reviews. We have a Ooh. Shadows of Adam review. We have a cadence of high review. We have an Atelier Lulu review, and we have a Dragon Quest Builders two review. Please read them. We, please be excited. We please be excited. <laughs> um, we have an editorial. Um, How Xenosaga gave me self confidence. So go ahead and read that. We had an impression called "Quite a Few Thoughts on Saga Scarlet Grace" from our man in Japan. The, we the had, Saga expert. Yes. Um, in fact, um, we have a channel on our Discord f- specifically for JRPG July, and um, one of our staffers, Last Him on Earth, got stuck playing one of the Saga games, and Wheels and um, Gaijin actually helped him out to get through where he was stuck. So if you are playing a JRPG for JRPG July, come on down to our Discord. rpgamer.com Discord. We'll get you there. And speaking of JRPG July, since we were gone for two weeks, we not only had our JRPG July 2019 introduction, but we had our week one write-up. Woo. And our week two one is coming is going to go up Monday?
5: Monday. Yep. Should be up Monday.
2: Um, and then, of course, we had our What You're Playing for June 2019. There will be no What You're Playing for July 2019 since we're doing JRPG July. Correct. All right. Boxers. W- briefs. Briefs. Okay. I'm going to rattle through these real fast. Um, Bandai Namco announces PC Online RPG name? Blue Protocol. What's their name? Bandai Namco. What's their name? Ba- Bamco? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, Daemon X Machina is updating their demo based on user feedback. Um, so you can play a new demo. Um, Eretus, and... Lord of the Dead, is releasing on Steam Early Access in July. Reed Falls release date has been revealed It's September. Um, Black Desert launching for PlayStation 4 in August.
0: Black Desert.
2: Yes. Um, we had two stories on Gloomhaven. Um, so it is coming. So we have some um, trailers. Trailers. Yeah. Trailers. And it's coming to Steam Early Access. Trailers. Um, Warsaw is releasing for PC in September. mm we have details on Blue Protocol as well as media. That's the thing I mentioned at the very beginning. Um, Genshin Impact has been announced and a closed beta has started. Um, kind of out of nowhere, Level Five casually confirms the Western release day or release announcement for Yokai Watch Four.
5: Yeah, this this didn't seem like it was a sure bet after like Yokai Watch Three kind of just you know
2: sizzled was. Yeah, well, it just kind of got kicked
5: out without much fanfare earlier I this year. I need to
2: buy that. I still haven't bought it.
5: I don't know if you can find it physically. Oh, I don't care. Oh, okay, well, you can get it digitally. Yeah. Like They did. They did not print many game print print many physical copies of it. It was really hard to find.
2: Um, oh, great! <laughs> Fuga Melodies of Steel um is coming in 2020 that's the one where all the kids live in the tank and to get the best ending none of the kids have to die but if you get yeah. in trouble you can sacrifice one of the kids to get out of trouble Wait, what
3: What yeah, the it's heck really are dark. you
2: talking about fuga what yeah, is this
5: fuga. this it's a tale it's, concerto game yeah. it's uh, from cyber connect 2
2: oh
0: that's just
5: awful. but but it's really dark yeah, yeah. it's all super games,
3: right? duper dark Aren't
0: all those games
1: kind of dark yeah. No, oh no, Salto oh. Robo was really light hearted.
2: yeah, it was oh, pretty fluffy. Considered. no, no pun intended. They're pretty fluffy uh-huh, <laughs> um the game bakers revealed um additional details for the upcoming title Haven.
5: Uh, that looks there was a weird. new hmm? that looks weird and interesting.
2: yeah, it's Game Baker' stuff is interesting. sometimes it's good and sometimes it's um Persona we'll Five Royal has a new Morgana report. Um, And this is, there's fan-translated videos floating around, Um, so definitely check it out. They're showing off new Showtime techniques, um, a new um, Kichi, what is it, Kichi Joji area, and it has a whole bunch of, like, side things to do, like darts and a jazz club. Um, People think that that might be where some of the new social links are. Um, A new update to Dauntless is coming it's, I think it actually might be out now. No. Um, it comes out July 16th. So see. And then the Bard's Tale 4 Director's Cut will be coming in August.
5: And coming to consoles.
2: Okay. Yes. All right. And so we're going to circle back around to our question of the week, which was which direct sequel did the worst to the characters no, from a previous game. No, that's not our game. question. Yeah, Kelly put it down. It's
0: what game do you not want there to be a Musou game for?
2: No, Chris. <laughs> oh. No. We
1: determined that there's no wrong
2: answer to
0: okay, that. Okay, all right. Gosh. So what's the question again?
2: Which direct sequel did the worst to the characters from a previous game?
0: Oh, Chrono Trigger. Chrono Cross is up there.
2: <sighs> if you write in oh. Chrono... It's hard to do worse. If you, if you write in Chrono Cross, I'm not going to read your feedback.
0: Anna, it's they <laughs> killed them all. They kill them all. wrote them out. They turned one into a microchip.
1: What? I, I want to say Diablo. Robo got turned into a
0: circuit, and that's all he is. It's not good, Anna. They didn't do good things.
1: I, I want to say Diablo um, 1 and 2, or from Diablo. Oh, Diablo
0: 2, one, yeah. Yeah,
1: because they all, they all become like bad guys or the, bosses. Well,
0: just whoever you played became the bad guy. Yeah. So, yeah
4: first summoner man that was disappointing how every character panned out by the second game
2: <sighs>
4: oh sorry that was a little obscure
0: no, no i didn't fine. i didn't play that but uh, i'll take your word for it <laughs> hey i fixed the website i broke the website for yay me. thanks <laughs> all <laughs> right <laughs> you know
2: game's coming out this week we're gonna talk about some that already came out too um marvel ultimate alliance 3 the black order is coming to switch soul seraph is out now came to the switch on july 10th um 3 came to the switch on july 5th dead in vinland came to the switch on july 11th god eater god eater 3 and Dragon Quest Builders 2 both came out yesterday. God Eater 3 was previously out on other systems. Now it's available on the Switch. Dragon Quest Builder 2 came out for the PS4 and the Switch. And I, I got to read this for you. New game out on the eShop this week. Laser Kitty Pow Pow.
1: Yeah, I was curious about that and looked at it like, okay, that's insane. And... Um... I don't know if I should pick it up or not. So
2: here's the game description. Cute? Maybe. Fast? Sure. Wild? You bet. Laser Kitty Pow Pow is the perfect arcade game for vibrant, fast-paced, easy-to-pick-up action. $2.99. Oh, my gosh. Delightful. They also put out... There's also a game uh, um, coming out this week uh, called Let's Go Nuts. <laughs> it's a platformer with squirrels. Mm.
0: Ah, okay. I'm sold. <laughs> Modesty Nutkin in Final Fantasy Fourteen makes a cameo I found out last night in the new expansion. All right. Hey, um th- who's gonna pick up that Marvel Ultimate Alliance three? Anyone?
1: It looks mm. fun. I'm well, I say I'm thinking about it. Um it's gonna be go on Christmas. my wish
3: list.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah. I got on
2: Fire Emblem coming out. Yeah, yeah, me too.
0: By the way, Let's Go Nuts is only $3 on Steam.
2: It's $10 on the Switch.
0: Everything's upcharged on the Switch. Switch animal. tax.
2: Switch tax. It doesn't look
0: like it's worth more than a dollar. But All
2: right. <laughs> all right. Um, so what are we going to play? be playing this week? So, Josh, I'm circling back around to this. I'm taking this first because okay. an interesting thing happened this week. Yeah. I got an email. Bing! Something on your Nintendo Switch wish list is on sale, Steinsgate. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's yeah. probably like five dollars off. Nope, it was half price. It was thirty dollars. Wow. So I bought it because it's the yeah. only way to get the eight bit game. But mm-hmm. here's my problem: you yeah. loaned me the two games on Vita, and I am a terrible person. I yeah. don't know if so. I should play the Vita games and the Switch game, or if I just play the Switch game.
5: No, you just play the Switch game. Oh, really? For, for Steingate's one, I mean Steinsgate. Uh, the second one isn't on that; isn't included in that Switch
0: version. Okay, so but there isn't you go. the That's first game kind of different on the Switch?
5: Yeah, it includes uh, animated scenes from the anime.
0: Oh, but it's not like As the elite well, story it's... versus the regular story. They don't change no, no, things. No, no, no. Okay.
2: Okay.
3: Do you there think... you go, Anna.
0: You're good to go do hate me. Crisis to, so now you play... This is this is like your Persona problem now. You play the first one on the Switch. Now you go back and play the second one on the Vita. <laughs> That's what you have well, to do with, now. it. being right. a visual novel, I don't think it will be that bad.
2: No, no. And honestly, I'm starting to pull together a list of Vita games that I want to play before I put the Vita away for good. Gonna, what, it's my
0: Vita. What are you doing with my Vita? <laughs>
2: Chris, when was the last time you played a Vita game?
0: It, it hurts my hands.
2: <sighs> She's... Uh...
0: Are you, what are you gonna do to it? it is all I want to know. I'm gonna right, stick it, it in a give drawer. Are you gonna throw it off a bridge or no, something? No, it'll
2: probably go into the basement. It's like no,
0: goodbye, Frida. It it Screw a... you. You get buried in the backyard after a vigil. What?
2: No, I think you are. You're gonna give it, needs it a late a arrest. Oh
0: it needs a Viking funeral.
1: Yes. But, okay, put, puede... can we
0: play that? Dun, 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 the Viking cat song. Uh, what's the, that called? Oh, pimp? what? Oh my god. The immigrant song. Uh, yeah. Is this like yeah? Yeah immigrant song you don't know the immigrant song no oh no, here let's no, no 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 let's get us let's get our podcast uh, banned God. from twitch
2: no no <laughs> all right thanks everybody for being on the show wow that song you know thanks that song. nathan <laughs> yeah you're never gonna come back after this are you
4: oh i don't know i'll roll dice and see
1: <laughs> thanks kelly I think you go need to need to give your husband a
2: Nyquil. He's a little hyper <laughs> right Thanks now. Thanks,
0: Josh. I, what, wait. What am I playing? You're going to play I'm Final playing.
2: Fantasy 14. Don't lie. Oh,
0: you're right. Okay. <laughs> Kelly is
2: going to continue playing the Mana Collection. Nathan's yep. going to continue playing his games for his guides into the Division Two with his friends. Pretty much. I'm going to play Dragon Quest Builders too. There, I single handedly did the entire whatcha play next Week section Fine. by myself. Power so,
0: Lord wants to know why you're not playing fourteen. Why don't you love him?
2: Because if I play fourteen, I don't play any of my single player games. Yep, and that doesn't answer the question. Also, if I'm gonna play fourteen, I think I need someone to play with me, so I think I might recruit Seraphim Kitten to play with what, me. What,
0: what, why can't I play um, with you? Why can't Peter play with you? Why can't Kelly? What well, level with are you? you?
2: Um. Uh, no, he hasn't finished a Realm Reborn
0: yet. I haven't even finished error. Oh.
2: I'm I'm a dragoon, so I've gotten my advanced class.
0: So she's at least thirty.
2: Yeah, I'm thirty <laughs> something. I have a chocobo, and I can ride my chocobo, and my chocobo attacks stuff for me.
0: Are you gonna ride that chocobo?
2: By the way, can we all can we America? all groan and and throw things at Chris? Do you know what his chocobo's name is? Boco. Tell them, Chris.
0: It's Quefka. Quefka? Quefka. K-W-E-H-F-K-A.
1: That, that's actually pretty clever.
0: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: good and it's terrible at the same time. Because I just named mine George because I
0: couldn't think of a better name.
4: As much as I regret this, that is pretty good.
0: I mean, it's either that or Cloud of Warpness, you know? But, uh,
4: yeah. All right. And now I take it back.
2: <laughs> All right. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Thank Josh. You. Thanks, Nathan. Bye-bye. No thanks, Steve. I'm thinking, no of, I'm to I'm you, thinking of
0: renaming it to Lord Kwefka I think he needs some royalty.
4: <sighs> Only if you turn some statues first. Okay.
0: I actually just did that in one of the zones.
4: Hmm. Oh, boy.
0: Thanks, everybody. I saw him do that. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.